0: hello and welcome to can't find my way home the podcast where expats from around the globe talk about the music and art scene in their adopted home i'm your host craig In this episode we'll hear all about what unique and strange opportunities come your way as an expat. Jason has got tons of great stories that we're going to share. We also get into what tunes get a Chinese crowd going. You'd be surprised. We also talk about something called the Wonder Wall challenge. I wonder what that's all about. There's also a look at the welcoming nature of expat bars, Jason's plans for the future with his band Gigantic and an excellent top five. Without further ado, Jason Boyd Speaking, speaking as an expat myself for, for 19 years, yeah, last, into the last 20 years almost, one of the things that I have noticed is there just seems to be much more opportunity living abroad for these kind of things to arise, whether it's uh, about the bands like we just described there or a tv appearance right a, a few years ago i was on a thing called Top band we never sure. came to Earth, but that's another story but, you know, and, uh, all of these different things people approach you and then they say oh we saw you on this thing can you do that or
1: yourself jason has anything come your way like this yeah i mean china's all kinds of weird opportunities have popped up for me over the years i've done uh, Yeah, I mean, besides just sort of playing like a million rock and roll shows, like I said, I've I've turned down. You can kind of judge how good your band doing by how many shows you turn down because you're too busy, so, you know. (laughs) But, uh, you know, other crazy stuff, like I've done voices for cartoons, like we did the, you know, did voiceover work, did a bunch of voiceover work for these like Chinese, you know, 3D animated cartoons. I did voices for video games, you know, I'd go in there and do video game voices, you know, like screaming, grunting, growly stuff. I actually got to do a this, there. There was a fun one. I actually it was doing video game voices, and I got paid to uh, burp. They needed a really good burp for this character, and they're like, you know, I'm sitting in there in the sound booth, and there's all these Chinese dudes in the in in the on the board. They're like, Ah, Jason, can you, you know, can you, can you, can you burp? And I'm like, Can I burp? Like just right, right now? Get, get that <laughs> Like you know, when is this part of the audition? Is it like
0: method You know, what I mean what were you, all these things go through your mind?
1: And I'm in there and I'm just like, Here's the deal <laughs> you know, I need somebody to go out there right now, run down to the closest family mart, get me three cans of soda water, ASAP and they're like, Oh, okay, okay <laughs> they run down and I'm sitting there waiting and I'm like, Is that soda water here? Yeah, and they come back, they gave me the soda water, you know, they got the I'm there in the mic room in the sound booth and I'm like, are you recording? Yes, recording. Could Pop the thing, chug the chug the soda water, just like half a can of soda water, just got a grin ripped out this massive burp <laughs> and then and I'm like, and then I just see him in their booth and they, they're clapping and cheering and I just, I pulled it off. I did a giant burp uh, when they needed it. Me I mean, so, the, you know, the,
0: the De Niro, I know De Niro went to some extreme measures when he was learning these parts of taxi driving and all that, but this takes the biscuit I think,
1: I was method burping. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I mean, getting paid to burp was pretty cool. Um, the The movie, the movie one was pretty neat. They were kind of getting it. I mean, they were sort of starting to talk to me about like kind of helping them with story ideas and stuff like that. So I was sort of chatting with them. I did a I did a meeting or two, just sort of about story story ideas and they talked to me about screenplays and stuff like that but I, that never took off. I kind of started writing a screenplay for them for like this kid's animated movie but it, uh, I don't know, nothing, it, didn't, it didn't pan out in the end. <laughs> That's maybe on <laughs> like, the my, back Yeah, my movie, got, the movie I was in goes up on you know, it was on, on the screen but I was the English version so it was like for the foreign version but then when they sold it to other countries then they overdubbed my crappy English version with their own better English version. So I, I don't even know if mine even exists anymore. I think as long as they kept the book
0: that's maybe all that really counts in it.
1: I could never find the video game. I still don't know what that video game It was some League of Legends ripoff in China. I was just, they were all like they're all like the the knockoff versions of all the characters. So It was like the League of Legends version and there was their cheap Chinese knockoff character.
0: Uh, the band you're in at the moment then, is if we go back to that, uh, you you play quite regularly then, yeah? Your most weekend, you were saying. What's yes. your set list like? What kind of things get the crowds going?
1: Um, I mean, it evolves over time because, you know, you get kind of tired of stuff. Some some stuff sticks around forever because it's just so good. Like, it just always does well. You know, certain songs just, like, always resonate. Even if, I don't even know if they really know the song, but, like, like, you know, like, if you play... David Bowie heroes it's like I don't even know if they know the song but it just it just sounds great coming off of a stage coming off of a band that does a an okay job at it so some stuff just kind of goes for like song two like how can you play a show without playing song two by Blur you know everybody everybody knows that line if you don't know anything else you've heard that I mean certain songs I've I have actually physically gotten sick of. But I just can't really do anymore. Like Wonderwall, you know. I mean, everybody wants. I don't know if Wonderwall is still. I mean, it's still huge. Everybody still wants to hear Wonderwall. For oh, don't look back in anger. I guess one of those two. Maybe Wonderwall is the bigger one. yeah, that's a bad. Don't look back in ages is a way better song too. It's harder to sing though. It's higher. It's weird that the other guy. It's weird that the not Liam guy with the Noel. No, which one's... ones Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah, Liam's the
0: one who sings, but Noel's the one who writes the songs and actually sings them
1: properly. Noel's range is actually higher than Liam's. You know, like, Don't Look Back in Anger has a higher range than it. I I watched Liam play some some like thing at Glastonbury or something he starts playing do back in anger and he just points the mic at the audience in the chorus because he can't hit the fucking notes because <laughs> <laughs> more hard that is a hard I would say that it's a way more challenging song to sing but I okay so back to Wonderwall I've gotten to the point that we have a we just do a thing called the Wonderwall challenge so it's just when it's time to sing Wonderwall I just drag somebody out of the audience and make them sing it and you know I sing along Everybody, everybody loves that, you get someone out of the audience, they sing Wonderwall with you. You cheer them on, everybody sings in the chorus, it, it brings the whole, you know, it's a great, people love that kind of stuff.
0: Cool. Is there songs that you don't particularly enjoy playing, we, we all have these in the set list for, you know,
1: the, the drummer, the bass player, the singer, right? oh, you go, all right. You, you just have to grin and bear it. right? <laughs> uh, yeah, generally we have a rule that if anybody really hates a song, you can pull it out of the set list. I don't think there's too many ones that we're we're fighting with. I mean, we have a few songs that we I refuse to play. I've never I had a this thing very at the very beginning. I was like, I'm never gonna play uh Hotel California. I'm just not gonna do it. I don't care how many people ask me. I don't care if they say I'll give you fifty bucks. So I'm not gonna play Hotel California. I just don't care. I hate that song. Mm-hmm. Eagles suck. So you know everybody has their 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 veto power. We always had that in the band. We're we're in this for fun. We're not like a super professional band. So it's like if anybody hates something, they can veto it. Like, I hate like there's a couple bands I just hate that I just can't handle doing. Like you know I hate Lenny Kravitz. I said, are you gonna go my? I don't want to go his way. I'm not going. Lenny, <laughs> go <his> <laughs> <laughs> why don't
0: you just go in the way on your own, right?
1: Yeah, just go your own way. <laughs> Oh, for, me, for
0: me, it was Franz Ferdinand's "Take Me Out." Fuckin oh, me. I
1: love so... that, song. I would,
0: I would do that song. It's actually—I mean, it, it kills me to say it—but it's a, uh, it a good song. But I, I just, knobs, yeah, you know, they're you know, sure. all. I don't know. But I quite yeah. like. Yeah, I played it so many times. I actually, kind of got quite, <laughs> I quite enjoyed playing it.
1: Yeah, I, I would also say like being in a place like China definitely kind of changes your perception of things. You know, like when I was in Seattle or something like that, you know, you're way too cool to play really cheese ball pop songs. You're like, no, I could never, no, I'm too cool for that. You know, the audience doesn't want that because they're too cool for it too. So, but here in China, nobody's too cool for it. You just want, you want to hear something that you know, because you're in China and you you feel lost and you're an expat and where am I and why doesn't anybody speak English? This is terrifying. And oh my God, these guys are playing Wonderwall. <gasps> That's comforting, you know. So that's how it works.
0: Uh, exactly, man. And it's one of these uh, one of these great things about cleaning a band, or if you're on the other side of the, the bar is well, and you're just in a bar. As you said, you're in the middle of China somewhere, or another foreign country, and you go in and you hear something, you know, you go, yeah. I'll come back here.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, that was a, like, when I was in Honduras, that was a huge thing. Uh, when I first landed in Honduras, that was my first overseas gig. And um I went to this bar that was there and there's this place called Expats. There was an expats bar, it was literally called Expats, and you went there, and everybody that went there knew it because the the bar owner, bartender guy that hung out there and was there all the time, Joe would just he would just come up to you and just start talking to you and just was the friendliest guy. He looked kind of like Joe Namath, he was just really friendly. And, um, uh, everybody knew him and you would just, if, if you're lost in a weird country and that guy would just talk to you and then introduce you to just other people sitting at the bar and you're like, yeah, it's my first day in Honduras. And they're just like, Oh, Hey, well, come on. You would go back to that bar every night. I would get embarrassed by how often I was going to the expats bar because it was just like, I didn't want everyone to know how lonely I was that <laughs> I was going to that same bar just because people would talk to you and you just, you know, you didn't know anybody
0: and for for finding band members let's talk about where you are now in china for finding band members do you have like a rolling a rolling cast of band members for the the Saturday night band if we call it that
1: yeah my, my main band is called gigantic that's 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 the that band we've been I've been in for like 8 years and yeah we're on our uh, what is this our fourth drummer our uh third lead guitarist you know I've always been there uh, our bass player's always stayed there uh, but we've also had a bunch of like rotating backup bass players that have gone through so um yeah we, we definitely you, you 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 know but i've also learned i don't get terrified when somebody's leaving because somebody's gonna leave we're gonna get somebody else we'll find somebody else we're a good band you know people want to be in this band because we get gigs so it's not too hard to find people and it changes the you know it changes the band every time you know like when we we, we change from one guitarist to another we got this this guy from Denmark and he was way more like metal than the guy that was that we had before and it changed the band you know we changed to you know we got way heavier during that period of time.
0: Right so just the dynamics change according to the, yeah. the rolling cast members.
1: Yeah and you look at the you look at the 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 songs you're doing and some of the ones that you did with the, with the guys before maybe they work maybe some of them changed so you have to you have to uh, you know cut some songs and add other songs uh, but it's just the process. You don't want to play the same songs for eight years in a row anyway. No. And it's always good to have them in your back pocket when you do put them aside and then you come back to them maybe a few
0: years later down the line. But bring something new to it. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to keep the... You, you're going on a... you got a good thing going on. There's a good chemistry in the band and then someone leaves it. Eh? And then you've got to go.
1: Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm not as scared of that as I used to be because I've gone through enough changes at this point that I have faith that, you know, you can find somebody that's good. I mean, people are always kind of coming and going and people are looking for bands. Uh, I mean, as, as the front man, I mean, I'm singing and playing guitar. So, I mean, that's kind like of like <laughs> a lot of the boxes are already checked with that. So, uh, and I've had a consistent norm. My bass player has been there since the very beginning. Um, and I'm in a. I own a restaurant with him now too, so he's he's sticking around for a while. <laughs> so you know we're halfway there. We just need a drummer and a lead guitarist. So and lead guitarists are all over the place. There's, everybody wants to be a lead guitarist. There's like millions of them out there. So drummers are harder to find. That's the hard one. Yeah, does in that the truth, right, You know. Yeah.
0: What, what about drummers in the future? Then uh, has the whole. Covid situation has that really kind of affected. Uh, of course, it affected things, meaning they came to a standstill. But we were saying before we come on here that it's it's slowly getting back to normal.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting back to normal. We're we're playing we're playing this Saturday. We played last Saturday. Um, yeah, I mean uh, I, I I don't think I I think the I think I think we're going to start seeing the end of the virus pretty soon here uh china's pretty much beat it america's still a pretty big mess uh nobody wants to wear masks and everybody thinks they can fight the virus with an ar-15 because they're maniacs but um, <laughs> yeah between uh, that uh, you know. yeah i'm gonna get into politics right now but uh <laughs> uh yeah i don't think the i don't think the virus is gonna change stuff that much i really don't i, I think we're gonna get on top of it i mean it, most uh, most places in Asia have gotten on top of it. You know, China, South Korea. You know, even Thailand has has gotten gotten a handle on it. You know, I'm sure next winter, if it starts making a comeback, it'll be a little bit more intense. But but I, I don't think we're going to experience the same kind of lockdowns and craziness that we've had before. No, it's a great
0: thing that at least in this sense things are getting back to normal and. You can get into a bar and you can play, or you can go and have a beer and all that stuff. Yeah. It's just like their own days.
1: Yeah, they're opening movie theaters up again.
0: How about plans for the imminent future, near future?
1: Well uh, lined up? Well, I, I'm probably sticking around China for a while. I, I'm a part owner in a restaurant now, so that's definitely you know kind of anchored me to China for a little bit longer. Uh, as far as bands, you know, just keep doing gigantic. I don't, I don't think. Like I said, at one point I had Gigantic, my my main cover band, plus the Pink Floyd band, plus the Beatle band, plus the heavy metal cover band. I think I was in four bands at one point at the same time. I I don't think I'm planning on doing that again. (laughs) It's just too much. Uh, But I'll stick with my main cover band, Gigantic. But I'm I'm trying to do original stuff again. Um, I want to do something that's really kind of... um, so like, kind of synth rock, like, um, like Gary Newman kind of style. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find keyboardists. There's some guy that like's coming to our school that like does modular synths. I don't even know what that is. I looked it up. They look like <laughs> spaghetti factory synths. So I was like, like, Oh, that's awesome. You do like Gary Newman songs, but you know, we'll see how that works out. I've been recording a bunch, you know, I've been locked down for the, the stupid virus. So I, I did a bunch of recording in my, uh, in my living room. I'll send you some the files. home studio, Jason, as we call it in the business. Yeah, I, I can't count my home studio. It's just a MacBook. <laughs> like, Cause my home studio is the
0: kitchen also, you know, <laughs> it's just multifunctional.
1: Well, my home studio. Uh, I'll send you i uh, I'll send you some files. You can throw them into the podcast or something.
0: And what if it's, can we find you? So social media is a slightly different thing, is it? It's a, mainland uh, it's
1: a good yes. place so
0: people can check you in.
1: Yeah, social media in China is is uh, uh, WeChat is the big one, um, but no, nobody needs to find me on WeChat. I don't think you can find me anywhere. Um, you can find me on YouTube. I got a YouTube channel. It's called General Euphoria. It's all one word. You type that in. I got a bunch of music videos on there. Or Facebook, I guess. you Hunt me down, but I don't know. I'm not that social anyway. Just in case we happen to be in town and you know we're looking for a, for a good night out. I would say Hoolies, but I don't know if Hoolies is going to be around that much longer. We'll see. Yeah, so, uh, so we'll see. I don't know. There's bars. Same thing. Like bars kind of come and go too, you know. I mean, they close, they open. My band's called Gigantic. That's, that, I guess that's the one big thing. That's, that's a good club. Gigantic,
0: and we take it from there.
1: Yeah, uh, Gigantic. And we, we got the name because it was, uh, we didn't know what the name to call our band. And uh, the bar owner came up with that idea because we played a lot of pixie songs at the very beginning. We did a whole bunch of Pixies songs. I know Norm is a big Frank, ba- uh, Frank Black fan. Mm-hmm. When, when I when Norm and I
0: played together, we played the uh, Frank Black song Headache. Oh, that's a good one,
1: yes. Yeah. The, we we uh we that was sort of what we, a, bunch, a bunch of the songs we first started, which were, were like pixie songs. So uh, we that's where the name came from. Nice, sounds kind of it sounds kind of pretentious like gigantic we're gigantic but that that's that's where it came from because it's, yeah like,
0: yeah we all got to have the name man. the name the name is for, for some people they, they go through huge long arguments and philosophical debates and it has to have a number and an article in it and all that stuff and
1: yeah. it. it's usually you come up with it at the beginning of your band when you barely when you haven't even played a show yet you know it's like something you gotta figure out real quickly yeah band. You know, it's like Foo Fighters. They got stuck with that because it's like, well, that's it's on the album. Exactly. Man. <laughs> you know,
0: I, I, I got the you kind know, of ominous task at coming up with one, and it was called, we uh, called ourselves the Reacher Runs.
1: There you go. As in a band called, let's see here, let me see if I can list all my band names that I was in. So I was in Gainsay, Friends with Benefits, Behavior, uh, yeah, adorable. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, uh, What was that? The Behavior, uh, and then just, I think I was just called, oh, what else were we called, Victory Pills was my acoustic band. And then it was just me, Jason. It was just Jason whenever I played acoustic. I think that I didn't really have a band name. It was just Jason. Keeping Jason, it real. <laughs> uh, and then Gigantic. And then Final Pulse was my Pink Floyd band. Beetle band was my Beetle band. Uh, Wizards of Doom was my weird heavy metal wizard Ikea band, and I'm trying to do my original band was going to be called Zero Suit, but we'll see if that actually happens. I don't know, who cares?
0: Norm, Norm and I were also in a band called the americans um, <laughs> that, was, that was quite a decent name. So. Yeah, uh, good happy. times, man. Yeah, Band names, we should do a whole episode on band names only these days. Jason, how are you fixed for a top five?
1: Top five, what? Like bands
0: or something? I've, or... I've got five questions. Go yeah, let's do it. They're pretty straightforward. So, first one's a guilty pleasure someone you like but you shouldn't
1: okay so yeah that's a good question because I actually don't believe in the concept of a guilty pleasure like if I like something I will fight anyone on it no matter how stupid they think it is you know what I mean like I, I, the, I got fired sort of for playing uh, Britney Spears song because like the, the owner didn't like that I was playing Britney Spears but I freaking love Toxic. I think it's the one of the best songs ever made. This, the
0: Swedish guy was writing all the songs for her. I forget the guy's name, Mac something or other. He's like some kind of like, he's a Swedish wizard guy who does all the...
1: Yeah, I'm not writing any of them songs. But no, but Toxic is one of the best songs ever made and I would fight anybody on that. So yeah, I don't believe in that. So I mean, I guess if there's anything, it'd be like Toxic because at least it ruined my ruined my <laughs> yeah. career while because I couldn't stop playing it. If we
0: can kind of flip that around then for, for number two, who should we be listening to? Tell us a band or an artist that that you like, and you're into, but maybe the rest of us are not.
1: Two. Les Savé Everybody should be listening to Les Savé Tell us more. <laughs> I don't know that much about them. They're just, uh, where are they from? Are they LA? Maybe they're like an LA band. Uh, I don't know. They're, they're really melodic. It's, there's something dark about it. Their lead singer is this, this like enormous bald bearded maniac um, who's just 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 a complete wild man. I don't even know if they're still playing because I think he's just that much of a crazy, you know, he's probably like a drunk or something. But, you know, they just go bananas on stage. But their songs are amazing. They got like two lead guitarists that I love it when you got two guitarists that are like doing really kind of intricate fast stuff together. And not in like a metal way, like in like a like a melodic punk rock kind okay. of way. Right.
0: I was going to say Just, the kind of classic ones, the Thin Lizzy twin lead thing.
1: Yeah, I don't know Thin Lizzy, but I do know Les Save Fab. <laughs> All
0: right, cool. So, we should, we should add that one to the show notes. What about someone who is some? Yeah, someone who's vastly overrated in Europe.
1: So many, so many overrated bands. Give me <laughs> a moment. We can take a moment. Cut this moment out when I'm thinking. All right, well, we'll put on some like thinking out. music so in the background. So ready to jump in there with this answer. <laughs>
0: well, mine's an easy one, man. Mine's Queen. So, but I, although it changes, but.
1: So overrated, you are deadly wrong. Holy crap. Queen? Yeah. I just, Fuck. Uh, Listen to Don't Stop Me Now. That song sure. isn't <laughs> a song. That is an epic. You didn't have
0: good songs. I just sang their are overrated.
1: You're just saying that because you've been inundated with them because you're in the UK. I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm from Washington State, so it's like, I don't... I mean, I loved Nirvana, but I don't really care about them that much anymore, or Soundgarden, just because it's just such, like, you know, you just get inundated with it. You know, and then I'd run into, like, people from Europe, and they'd be like, you are from Seattle, and you have the grunge music? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. I listen to Modest Mouse. You know them? I do not know them. I only know the Soundgarden. Talk to me about the Soundgarden. Have you met Chris Cornell? No, I haven't. He lives in L.A. You now. Know the and all that, you know? Yeah, they all live in L.A. now. They don't, none of them live in Seattle. Like Duff McKagan still lives in Seattle. But he's- <laughs> yeah, right. I think
0: he's maybe the only one. Uh, oh, I can give you another example then, just off the top of
1: my head. R.E.M. R.E.M. sucks. I don't give a crap about them. Red Hot Chili Peppers R-E-M. suck. Red Hot Chili Peppers can just, they're just, I don't give a crap about them. Everybody loves them for some reason. I don't know why. Lenny Kravitz can go jump off a bridge. I don't know.
0: Nothing
1: ACDC, I don't get the whole, I mean, uh, there's like a few ACDC songs that I think are fine, but uh, it's like people like hold them. I mean, I, I appreciate them more on just their sort of like, their just insane commitment to just being ACDC so hard. <laughs> I mean I, appreciate that, but I have never owned an ACDC album I will never pl- like willingly put on an ACDC song it sounds perfectly great when Tony Stark lands and they play a, you know a clip but you know I don't, other than that I don't care. Shoot to Thrill I think it was if I remember that. I, Bob Dylan. I want to talk about the worst show I ever saw Bob Dylan awful.
0: I have heard a few of that I remember he played in Glasgow well, probably in the Late 80s, early 90s, or Van Morrison was another one. I didn't go to these shows, but people I know went and he was just a a thing. Oh, it
1: was awful. Yeah, I I got free tickets when I was in Croatia to see him. So that was in like the 2000s or something. That guy was, I don't understand. That guy could barely talk and he was singing. Didn't know what song he was doing he'd be like playing the song and it was just be like <laughs> and we'd, we'd just kind of leaning forward and like listening trying to figure out <laughs> what, what, what is, <laughs> tangled up in blue and we're like oh oh it's tangled up in blue <laughs> oh, I didn't know I was listening to tangled up in blue I, and like crazy deranged old man has been mumbling his way through it that's awful yeah
0: uh, that's the first time I've had that question and I thought I thought I'd add something into that the top five of us but it seems to work the most overrated artist we get some good content out of that one
1: yeah, yeah
0: so what about uh, a best or favorite venue a place that you've played that uh, you know really works for
1: you uh, it's gotta be Hoolies my hometown that's my home place bar I mean we, I have played there every weekend for, for years um, so yeah I've played countless shows there I mean, I don't know I would have to do the math on it eight years every Saturday for you know, nine months of the year. I guess it's crazy. What can I say? that have you got? What's the stage like? Is it? Uh, is it a risen stage or are you? Well, it's not very high. It's like a foot off the ground, but you know, you just—I don't know—you're right up there with the people. It's a tight place. It's got a good sound system. It's got monitors. Any place with monitors. Oh, monitors. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tight. Drum set's a little bit destroyed. Amps are always broken, but you know.
0: Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> you gotta wait. you, figure you gotta
0: wait. <laughs> It comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about who would you like to collaborate with and why? Like
1: famous people this is like imaginary, right? We're in like imaginary. It's up now. to you, man. It's
0: uh,
1: yeah. everything works. You can tell I didn't actually make plans. I didn't plan these out. I should have planned them out because I'm drinking now. Um, give me a moment. Edit, edit this out again. You know, again. I'll put you in some of the- that jeopardy music, I maybe. Did, did,
0: did, did, did.
1: Uh oh, was that guy? The Queens of the Stone Age guy. Um Josh Homme. Josh Homme. Yeah, I did Josh Homme. I do Josh Homme. He cuz he's so good at collaborating with people, you know, he does albums, does songs with uh, you know, Trent Reznor or or uh, you know, Dave, all, Grohl. All kinds of, Dave Grohl, you know, yeah, the Screaming Trees guy. Yeah, so if you can do it with all those guys, I'm sure we can figure out something. I'll let him do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. That's
1: not a bad call, actually.
0: You know? And I think he, he can bring some friends around as well. I'm sure he knows a few. I a Yeah. Have a
1: good
0: know. Well, what would you do in the band, though? Would you, uh, you know, this is a, you, you have all these mighty egos in one room, Jason. How does it work out, man?
1: Front man, get back behind me, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you're playing guitar, okay? What is it? No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jason, it's been great catching up with you. Uh, I sure. had a great time talking about Glendier. Is there anything you'd like to add before we round things up? Nothing
1: I could think of. We should do this again sometime. Sure. I'll keep you posted. Jason, all the best. Okay. Stay safe, everybody. Right on. Keep on rocking in the free world and not the free world. And on that note, we shall leave it at. Cheers, Jason. Cheers. Adios. <laughs>
0: Thanks to Jason Boyd for joining us on this episode of Can't Find My Way Home. Jason's got far too many good stories to share, so hopefully we'll catch up with him again and we can uh, share some more. Where can you find more about Can't Find My Way Home? You can find us on Facebook at XPack Music Pod. Simply search Can't Find My Way Home. If you find the Steve Winwood song or him singing it, it's not that one, it's the other one. You can find us on Instagram at can't dot home, Google Podcasts, Apple, Anchor.fm. Simply search for can't find my way home all one word. That'll usually get you to where we are. Also, YouTube, Spotify, all of that good stuff. And until the next one, stay safe and I'll see you on the other side. Cheers.